welcome to episode five. No, not 500. Five, not yet. 500. <laughs> I mean, go ahead. Yeah, 500. Sure. <laughs> yes. Welcome to episode 500. No. Welcome to episode 256 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And you know what? A whole bunch of other stuff in Asia, too. And we're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us basically under TDR Explorer. So if you look up TDRExplorer.com on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, you'll find it. I'm one of your hosts, Trish. I take photos. I am recovering from a trip to Disneyland. I haven't been for a whole day in a long time, and it was really hard, but really fun. And with me, as always, is the amazing Chris. Hey, Chris, what's up? Hi. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) I am the one who is looking at going to see Doctor Strange in the multi multiverse of madness for a second in the, time. In the multiplex of madness. Yes, let's go. <laughs> Wait, so how many times have you seen that? Only one. Okay, my child went to go see it three times. Right. He got the jump on me. He We went together the first time. And then the second time, I don't even know. I guess he went before we went to Disneyland. And then he went today with his friend, and I have only seen it once, and I want to go see it again. I'll probably go this week. Yeah, I want to see it again. I kind of I went to the Hibiya Toho Cinemas. I saw it in IMAX 3D. Cool. But I want to see it in even better quality. You saw it in IMAX. What what what, what did you watch? Now? Okay, so there's two IMAXs in Japan that are like the full size IMAX, like the like the the size it's it's supposed to be shown in. In right. Japan, there's one in Ikebukuro, which is the biggest IMAX in, in all of Japan. And there's one in Osaka, which is the second biggest IMAX in all of Japan. And they also have it in 3D. So mm. I, I don't know if the quality is bigger, but the size is like the, you know how they, like, I guess it's like a sideways projection or something. I don't know how it works, but it's like the way it's supposed to be, according to the IMAX people. The way you're supposed to watch. <laughs> I don't okay, know okay, that okay. much. I don't know if it makes a big difference or not. <laughs> but it's a huge screen. It's like the biggest screen in Japan. So if you want to see it on the biggest screen, I recommend Sunshine Cinema Ikebukuro. And I, I am sad to say, maybe when you go, you'll have better luck. But I think they're having problems importing the truffles from Italy. So the, the truffle popcorn has been sold out for like the past month or so, which is really Wait, sad. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Truffle popcorn. Truffle popcorn. It's amazing. We've Wait, talked about this what, before. What? I, <laughs> they saute it. They saute it on, like on a pan. And then they take the truffle under the glass dome and they shave the truffle onto the popcorn. <laughs> like they weigh it to make sure that they don't overdo it with the truffle, I guess. I don't know. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I need so to good. know. I don't remember pricey. this. It's sixteen hundred yen. It's a little pricey, but it's so good. I don't care. I'm going to pay for it. I'm going to do go that. Eat it. Okay. So I did find another place that has truffle popcorn. I didn't order it because we had ordered something else. But if you go to Okuroji, I think it's called Okuroji in uh, Hibiya, Hibiya Okuroji. The new place that opened up, there's like this bar called Folklore Mixology. No, not Folklore. That's in, that's the other one. It's called Mixology Heritage, which focuses on like classic cocktails. And like they try to recreate the exact conditions the cocktails were made in. So for example, there was no ice avail- readily available at the time. They'll make it like at the temperature it's supposed to be made at without ice. They try to like use 
the liqueur from the year that it was made in. And they have truffle popcorn there. I haven't tried it yet, but maybe just as good, I'm hoping. So you could try that if they, if it's sold out at the cinema. Okay. I'm going to have to try this just for the popcorn. So good. They have cocktails too. So uh, Popcorn, cocktails, Doctor Strange. Yes. And the biggest IMAX in Japan. I mean, <laughs> that sounds perfect. It's my favorite cinema in Tokyo, like hands down. Like the the each room, each like viewing room is like themed to like a certain like color scheme and the like different cities around the world and things like that. So it's kind of like fun to see that as well. See, I wanted to see Doctor Strange in IMAX Laser. And based off of my research, there's only three IMAX Laser cinemas in Japan. Mm-hmm. One is in the Shinjuku Toho Cinemas, which is in uh, Kubukicho, which yeah. is the red light district. The other one is in Chiba. I can't remember the name exactly, but it, it's somewhere like north of Tokyo Disney. It's like in something like Mori no Nantoka. Mori something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Some other cinema, like another Toho Cinemas here in Chiba. And then the other one is in Hyogo. I don't think it's in Kobe. It's a city in, in Hyogo, the prefecture in, in where Kobe is. So the, like those are the only three Toho cinemas with laser. And based off my research, the laser, like IMAX laser is the best for the 3D because it's very crisp. I'm looking at the Sunshine Cinema IMAX and it says IMAX laser GT Tekudo. Okay. Technology. Okay, that IMAX sounds like laser, it's the same so then. It should be the same. I was just looking at like Toho Cinemas because oh the, yeah, the, the, the Toho Cinemas branches. So okay, that's good to know. I'll, yeah, I'll it's, it's check great. It out. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm gonna go see it again. Yeah, let's go. Go see it. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here no. to talk about theme park news. We got some stuff to share, so we're gonna we're gonna get into that. But before we do, I want to remind our wonderful explorers about our Patreon. If you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now. And we have different perks over there if you want to support the show. One of the perks is the early access to our episodes. So if you want to listen to these episodes before everybody else, it's the $2 level. And yeah, you get to listen to the episodes before they're released to the world. <laughs> so head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now. So news, we we have, we actually have quite a bit because it's been a while since we've done some new stuff, which is good, I guess. <laughs> news is always, uh, not always good, but it's, it's sometimes good. <laughs> and it's like all, all good news this time. I feel. Yeah. So I guess the first thing is the Ghibli Park in Aichi prefecture near nagoya yeah we actually probably need to do an episode about this right because the last one got eaten eaten by the void or something oh yeah we lost (laughs) something happened to our that episode and we lost it yeah (laughs) they released the 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 ticket prices and everything for the ghibli park so it's gonna be it's a little confusing at first glance i guess it's kind of like you have to pay for the different parts of the park yeah, to get in. So it's not like Tokyo Disney or Universal where you pay one price and you get in to everything. It's kind of 
the way they did it is it's separated into sections, I guess. And it also depends on like the day of the week as well. So there's the Ghibli's Grand Warehouse, which is going to cost about 2,000 yen for an adult. And for children that are four years old through the end of elementary school, what does that mean? Elementary school? Is that like 12? Elementary schools, um, like until the sixth grade. So you would be... How old is that? Okay, hold on. 12? 13? 14? Something like that? He's 15 now. 14, 13, 12. Like 11, 12-ish. Yeah, okay. Let's just say 12. Up to 12 years old. It's 1,000 yen. Do you have to show your your school ID for that or what? I don't know. It's probably the honor system. Okay. And then there's also the weekend prices, which are a little bit more, which is 2,500 yen for an adult and 1,250 yen for a child. And then there's the Don Doko Forest, which is 1,000 yen for an adult and 500 yen for children. And then the Hill of Youth, which is 1,000 yen for adults and then for children, 500 yen. So same price as the Don Doko Forest. So it's not like a one price you get to do everything it's kind of like separated okay which is kind of interesting it's it's kind of hard to visualize that because we haven't been there obviously so is the park itself do you have to pay to get into the actual park like not including the ghibli things no okay i've never been there so i don't Me either i, don't know I have never been there yeah. so it's yeah it's hard to explain or like understand how it works i'm not 100 percent sure is the dondoko forest is that (laughs) is that where the house from totoro is yes so that is that like the price that it's been the whole time because that already existed right i think they're adding more to it oh nice okay yeah and the hill of youth i think is not going to open right away no it is going to open right away what is the hill of youth but we actually recorded an episode about i forgot everything it all flew out of my mind You know, the thing is, like, with the naming of these parts, it's so confusing because, like, I hear warehouse and I think, is that where you go shopping? But I know it has other things in it. Yes, for the Youth Hill, it has the um, the Observation Tower. Okay. So it's got, I think it's like, that's from, like, Spirited Away, I believe. And then there's the Whispers of the Heart theme shop as well. And then inside... This is the the Ghibli warehouse is all inside, and that's going to be where like a lot of the exhibits and stuff are. Uh huh. That's where Kiki's delivery service is. The bread shop. <gasps> yeah, I still want to go to that. Uh, I love Kiki's. Delivery it's a service. yeah. It's a little confusing, right? Like it's so confusing. I'm like, what's where? Is there overlap? And I know there's some that have elements in like more than one place. So it's yeah. like, oh, if you like this one, you have to go to like these two places. You know? <laughs> so it's kind of, I mean, I probably for most people, you'll go to all of them. So I bet you if you buy it through like a tour service like JTV or something like that, you can do just like a package. I mean, if you were to buy all, I guess there's three places, right? So if you're, mm-hmm. you were to buy all three, so let's just say you go on a weekday, 2,000 yen for the warehouse. A thousand yen for the Dondoko Forest and a thousand yen for the Hill of Youth. That's four thousand yen. Yeah. That's still like less than half the price of going to Tokyo Disney or Universal by far. 
But it's a totally different style of park, though. For sure, yeah. It's you it's can't not really gonna compare. Yeah, so there's it's not gonna have like it doesn't have um, rides and thing like thrill rides and things like that. It's more of a an experience, like a more of a I guess amped up version of the Ghibli Museum. Yeah, Ghibli Museum. I think so, Ghibli. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I still go back to saying Ghibli. I'm so used to saying Ghibli, but I know it's Ghibli. Well, we'll we'll just have to wait and see how it pans out. I I don't know. I'm excited. I don't know when we'll go, but like I think I don't know, probably off season or something. I feel like in the beginning it's going to be really crowded, and when they open up international tourism, I think a lot of international tourists are going to hit that. So maybe let wait to let things calm down and wait for everything to open because it's not completely open yet. So, but it looks so fun. We definitely want to go. Yeah, I'm excited to have another option, mm-hmm. especially like Ghibli is such a like world renowned brand in yeah. terms of like its films and everything. Like people, like you, you know, if you say my neighbor Totoro, people know what you're talking about. Oh, for sure. Like Kiki's delivery service, right? And then there's also the lesser known franchises as well. So yeah, it's gonna be very popular. So we'll have to see how it goes. And I, I'm excited to go. Obviously, I'm gonna try and go as soon as I can because I want to cover it mm-hmm. for everybody. You know, I understand that you're not going to go right away. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, we're going to like just wait to see where things fall and like go once the initial rush is over so we can just kind of like relax and enjoy it. Yeah. I guess I'm kind of the guinea pig of the group. <laughs> <laughs> the test subject. <laughs> A little bit. And it's, it's scheduled to open November 1st, 2022. Cool. Like that's when everything is going to be done. Yeah, that's when it's the first part of it's supposed to open. Oh, the first part. Not everything is opening. I don't, man, this is, again, this is like very complicated. It's just like, okay, so when is all of it going to be done? Okay, so there's going to be more that's opening. There's like the Witch Valley, but that's in 2023. Oh, man. And the Princess Mononoke Village as well. Yeah. That's in 2023. So I guess that's not included in the pricing that we just talked about. What? There's more? <laughs> <laughs> it it kind of feels like when Disneyland first opened, like, you know, you paid for different, like you pay for e-ticket uh-huh. attractions. Like, that's kind of what it feels right now, right? Like you pay for everything kind of piecemeal. Yeah. I, I wonder if this means that, like, it would be open to, in the future, like, they could just open other areas, too, later on, Maybe. since it's each separate. They might. Yeah, hard to say. Yeah, November 1st is when the Ghibli Park is going to be opening, and that's in Nagoya. Yeah, Nagoya's cool anyway. Yeah, that's in Aichi Prefecture. So it's in between, like, if you take the Shinkansen, it's one of the stops along the Shinkansen. Mm-hmm. Uh, between Tokyo and Kyoto, Osaka. Speaking of Osaka, USJ announced the Minions Rooms. Man, they're balls to the wall crazy. Have you seen them? Yes, I've seen the concept <laughs> art. I'm like, what is going on with these hotel rooms? Let me tell you, if I was a kid, I would need to stay in these rooms. So that's in Universal Port, the Universal Port Hotel. Yeah, yeah. They already have Minions rooms, so they're adding yeah. some new Minions rooms, which, yeah, just look like completely bonkers. They've made them insane. Like, what? Like, <laughs> like the layout, too, because, like, there's one room where it's, like, the beds 
are arranged in kind of like an L shape attached to each other layout with a tunnel going over it and a bunk bed as well. <laughs> and I guess it's supposed to be like a roller coaster. And there's one room that has an alligator couch. And I just want an alligator couch for my house. That's insane. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess that, that's all that's really coming out of USA right now is the Minions room. So there's not much else. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know um, what's coming. Like, I haven't heard anything for Halloween or anything yet. No, so. we're, yeah, we're not going to hear anything, I think, for a few months yet. Okay. But they have delayed the the new parade that was supposed to debut this spring. Mm-hmm. They've delayed it until the fall. So that's the parade that's going to feature like Super Mario, Pokemon, the new daytime parade. So that's delayed until the fall. Interesting. I wonder why. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure why they did that. That's pretty much it for Universal. Um, Moving on to Tokyo Disney, we we got some news about Tokyo Disney. Probably the biggest thing is the reduced restrictions have started happening. Oh, yeah. Which I guess is finally, I guess. I mean, because here's the thing. I don't think they were really following the restrictions in the park already. So it's like, it, I didn't notice any change except that now there's no markers when they tell you to move up and fill in all the space. Oh, no, you know what did change? They did change some stuff. I'm sorry. I lied. They did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Haunted Mansion, they have the the little pre-room open again. Yeah, they started doing the pre-show. Pre-show? Yeah. The pre I don't know. You know the, the little, with, with the, yeah, the stretching you're, in the, room. you're in the room. You're in the room and they have the stretching room, right? Yeah, they After finally, they, they put that back in. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, I don't know. Yeah. On paper, there were social distancing markers and stuff. And yeah. like, did people really follow it? No. Well, the cast members weren't following it. The cast members like, move up, <laughs> get closer to each other. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> it was kind of, honestly, it was a mess. Yeah. It was honestly just a mess. I was just like, what's the point of these? Millions of markers on why, the ground. Why, and why are like, it's like, it seemed like it was only enforced like in certain places. So I'm like, why is it enforced here? But here it's not. I'm like, it was just, enforced just do it uniform. Outside, no, it wasn't. Because so, like, if you were like, it depends no, 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 where no, you like, were outside. If you're queuing outside a restaurant or something, they would enforce it outside. But then as soon as you're inside, it was just like every man for themselves. Which it is such bonkers. A weird it should be the thing. opposite, right? Yeah. It was just, I think it was one of those things where they were just complying with whatever the government wanted them to yeah. do. And she's like, hey, look, we did this thing. The markers are there. We did it. And that's, that's kind of where it ended. That's kind of how I feel. I want them to get rid of the divider on the Beauty and the Beast ride. I, I was looking at that too. And I, that's going to take some work because they're drilled into that. They're drilled in. And then in Baymax, I was like looking at the, I'm assuming those are for COVID, right? The dividers in the queue. Yeah. I really like those clear plastic. Yeah. I'm like, those are like the dividers of death. I'm like, what, wouldn't that trap any like air moving within those narrow walls? I'm like, get rid of those now. Those are not like, those are not great. It makes no sense. And it makes same, no same sense. Thing, same thing in the restaurants too. Like they're all on every it's single so table. Dumb. It's so dumb. And like we went to this restaurant at it, it wasn't in Disney, but like it's the same dividers. It was at Hyatt Regency, right? Tokyo Bay. And they're like, you have to sit across from each other with a divider. But like then I'm sitting next to a table where like there's four people 
and two people are allowed to sit next to each other because it's a table for four and one person's on the other side. I'm like, how come those two people can sit next to get to each other? It makes no sense. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> I want, I'm, I, I just, I don't like, if, if, like, if you're going to be like consistent, fine. But if there's no rhyme or reason or consistency, I'm like, stop, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I wish it made sense. That's all I want. Yeah, it it just didn't make any sense. It was just like, I was with this person all day. Yeah. But how come all of a sudden when we sit down to eat, we have to have this plastic divider between us and I can't hear whatever they're saying. I'm glad those things are starting to go away because, yeah, they really didn't make any sense. The mask stuff, I'm fine with that. Keep the masks. Yeah, I'm going to wear those forever. (laughs) I will continue wearing the mask. I have zero problems with that. It doesn't bother me whatsoever. I'm completely fine with that. Yeah. The dividers things make made no sense in the restaurants because like we're taking our masks off to eat anyway. So yeah. it really doesn't make any sense. And same with the yeah, the dividers outside. Those actually seem like they would be doing the opposite effect, you know. So I'm like, take take those out post haste. It's know? just you know, very weird. I don't know. But yeah, uh, going back to the being the beast thing, last time I was on there, I was like looking at the dividers, like how are these attached? I'm like Oh, yeah, these are drilled into, like, the ride vehicle. Yeah. So if they were to just remove them, we're going to have these holes. I mean, I'm sure they'll in the ride vehicle. or something, right? They'll so, putty it up yeah, like, and paint it How are something. they going <laughs> to, yeah, I, like, what are you guys going to do? You're just going to drill them out and then put the screws back in? Like, I don't know. Maybe. Because obviously it's going to look bad if there's holes. Maybe you could put, like little screws in the shape of roses so it looks cute yeah, like something yeah i don't yeah. know it just doesn't again we're all wearing masks anyway so just yeah I don't know, yeah it never wait made a minute any sense. good point <laughs> it, it didn't make any sense to me honestly we're all supposed to wear masks inside which is yeah. totally fine like i'm fine with that like that's, I, I want i want that to stay for reasons I, like yeah I, it doesn't bother reasons. me yeah at all we've been doing it in japan prior to all this anyway so it really doesn't doesn't bother me anyway (laughs) moving on from that we can go on that forever they're removing the social distancing markers which is good it's making the pavement look weird because obviously it's like clean underneath and like the rest of the pavement around it you know people are walking on and everything so you you can see where the markers (laughs) were that'll even out eventually (laughs) yeah so like for now we're like okay yeah i can clearly see where the markers were <laughs> other things is they've turned off the standby pass for yes, pretty much that's all huge. the attractions it's a so much better experience it's so so much better yeah so it looks like because we don't have the the fast passes aren't back are no, they ever going to come back who knows we have back. no idea but like right now the park's like, I, I was paying attention to, like, what the wait times were over Golden Week. Oh, they're, like, nothing. Like, the parks Well, it's still limited busy. capacity, so. Yeah, it's still limited capacity, but I think they've upped the capacity. It's definitely not, like, 20%. Uh-huh. Obviously, we don't know what the official percentage is, because they don't tell us. But they are up there. Like, it's definitely not 100%, but. No. It's much more than it used to be, but. Looking at the wait times and stuff, I'm like, this is very manageable. For Golden Week, it's a dream. It was very manageable. I, I wasn't in the park, but I was paying attention to the wait times and stuff. Like, yeah, 
Beauty and the Beast shot up to 220 minutes in the mm-hmm. morning, but then it kind of like evened out like between 100 or 90 to 100 minutes. Yeah. Which I'm like, that's not bad for a brand new, like no. brand new quote unquote ride. So that's pretty good. Uh, soaring was high. I think it was, you know, I think it was around 190 minutes, 200 minutes, but we it's all soaring. know Soarin' is a really yeah. slow ride anyway to load. So it doesn't really surprise me in, a, in any way. But then like everything else, like every other attraction, not even an hour. No. Which theme park people, you know, if you've paid attention and, and things like that, it's it's like once there's been no fast passes it kind of seems like the wait times have been very manageable like fast pass times have inflated the times yeah it's almost like a fast pass is is not a great thing (laughs) yeah yeah it is very it is much more limited than it would usually be like for golden week like it's it's got to be a dream for people going like like golden week is like our I guess like in the US parks, like the Memorial Day weekend or Fourth of July weekend or something like that, or like um like high season, like super high season where like everybody yeah. goes, you know? So like it's it's fantastic for people that went during I guess this might be one of the last golden weeks, because I'm sure they'll keep upping and upping. So it's a really good Yeah. Yeah, good holiday for the people that went, I think. I never went into the parks during Golden Week because, you know, I just, I, I never do. And there's no point for me to do it. But I was at Xperi various times throughout the week for Golden uh-huh. Week. And oh my goodness, it was a zoo. Yeah. There was just people <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it, it's kind of hard to make a judgment right now. Like, oh, this is how it's going to be for wait times going well, we forward. we don't know. We yeah. don't really know. I think next year will be a better indication. Yeah. This year is kind of like, I think we're trying to find our footing mm-hmm. and how things are going to go in terms of wait times and stuff. So it's, it's, it's really hard to tell. And I have a very strong feeling that we'll see entry come back when it's full capacity and when it gets crowded. So we'll see what happens. I guess the other really big news is the surprise announcement that Space Mountain is going to be redone in Tomorrowland. Wow, it looks so pretty. To me, that came out of left field. I had, yeah, I was like, because you know, you always hear like for years and years and years, they're like, we're going to do it tomorrow. We're going to redo Tomorrowland. We're going to redo Tomorrowland. And it would get pushed aside and you would hear rumors. And then out of nowhere, they started this. And I wonder if it's like, like they're just going to do it in stages, you know, but it looks gorgeous. So yeah, it looks like it would be done in stages for sure. Because, like, there's no way you could take out an entire land. Yeah. No, that would be bonkers. For four years or whatever. The, the 2027? So, I guess closes next year? Wait. When is space? No, Space Mountain is supposed to close in 2024. Right. So, three years? Mm, they're not going to close an entire land for three years. No. I don't think that would make sense. <laughs> but, yeah, just really out of nowhere and... Let's hope it happens because you know what happened last time when they made a really big surprising announcement? Didn't happen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, OLC has this habit of announcing things and then they don't do it. Remember the whole the whole thing with like there was supposed to be an Alice in Wonderland thing. But that was happening? because of COVID, right? So they like slashed it. No, no, no. This was before. Oh yeah? 
Yeah, the, uh, it was it was 2015 it was announced uh, that they were going to do this whole thing with Alice in Wonderland. And, Be- and Beauty and the Beast was announced at the same time. Yeah. And also, while it wasn't officially announced, it was like looking at the concept art, it was like, wait, where is It's a Small World going? Yes, remember right? that? We're like, what are they going to do with that? Well, they were going to move it. They said they were going to move it to Small World. And I'm like, that's insane. So yeah, there was like all this th- these things. And also... The the frozen port was supposed to go in the corner. I I kind of like would have preferred if it would have been like one theme instead of mini fantasy land, but I, I I think it's gonna be fantastic anyway. But I like the idea of like an overall theme, you know? Yeah. So like in 2015, yeah, they announced they're supposed to have this Alice in Wonderland theme in Fantasyland, and while they never officially announced it based on the concept art, it was like where was it's a small world. Looked like it was moving. What's going yeah. on with that? And at the same time, they they announced that it was supposed to be frozen. Like there was a we have frozen like a Scandinavian port in the corner of Disney Sea beside Indiana Jones. Right. And that was in 2015. And then we heard nothing for the longest time. And then they announced something where everything changed. Like oh, so the stuff you officially announced is not happening anymore. Okay. Well, the project was still happening. This is one attraction. So I doubt they're going to just like cancel it out of nowhere. Like if it was like a land, I think things could be in flux. But since it's one thing that's changing, I'm pretty sure they'll go through. Yeah. So I guess like if you want to analyze what they announced, they were vague but specific at the same time. Yeah. They specifically said there's a revamp coming to to Tomorrowland and we're going to redo Space Mountain. And they left it at that. They didn't tell us what's happening to the rest of Tomorrowland. So we don't exactly know yet. All we know is Space Mountain's being completely redone. Yeah, that which, for sure. You know what? I'm totally cool with because you know what? That ride is it's showing its age. I think the age of Space Mountain is over. We need I love it else. though. I still we we wrote it and we had a great time. I still love it, but I'm excited for the future as well. Yeah. And we have no idea what's coming. All we know is they're redoing it. We have no other no other details other than that. Yeah. So exciting. Space Mountain's gonna close in 2024 and then reopen in 2027. Get your Space Mountain on before it's gone in Tokyo. Wait, that's what we did. We're like, okay, we gotta go to Space Mountain like really early, so we make sure that we do it. <laughs> I did that too. I was actually in the park. I was at Tokyo Disneyland when they announced that. Oh, nice. Which is like good timing. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna ride it then. <laughs> 2024 is still a few two years away, so I'm mm-hmm. I'll, I'll ride it a few more times. I'm sure at we least. have lots of time. Yeah. When else at Disneyland? There's the oh, Buzz Lightyear Buzz Lightyear points <laughs> bonus thing. Okay, are you bad at playing Buzz Lightyear? The yes. Astro Blasters, like me, raise your hand. I'm terrible at it. Uh, would you like to get the max score? Also, yes, you can do that now. <laughs> I don't know how it works. I, I don't. I didn't see anything specifically marked that gives you a high score. So I think it's random. But I I did it. It was like a miracle. I was like, oh look, look, it happened. <laughs> yeah, like the first time I did it, I got very close to the the max score of the nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. I think it was like nine hundred ninety six thousand or something like that. I don't oh, know. I can't remember. It's almost. I was almost there, but I'm terrible at it. Like, I'm so bad at it. But the only thing I, 
I figured out right away was I was watching people ahead of me. And as soon as the ride starts, as soon as you are able to control your spinning, yeah, I saw people spin all the way around, like do a complete 180 and start shooting. So I did that as well. And there's a target that's like on a hand that's moving up and down. Oh, man. And I started I hitting that. that. And I got up to like close to 500,000 right off the bat. What? If you hit that twice, yeah, you're good. I don't know how many times I hit it. I was just shooting as much as I could. But, you know, what is it called? Like hero time or something? Buzz like your Astro Blaster's hero time? Uh, oh, oh, no. I Whatever they called like, it. a little sign. I have no idea. But wait, hold on. I have a picture somewhere. It's weird. I don't know. Astro hero. Yeah, you're right. Good memory. Astro hero time. Exclamation point with like a light. Very random. They (laughs) just literally had to like go on the computer and just like, okay, well, times the points by three on this one. Yeah. Four on this one. Obviously, I'm simplifying. I have no idea how they actually do it. I don't know how they do it either. But but it's so it's so like gratifying to like finally hit the top score. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't hit, yeah, I haven't hit the max score, but I got pretty close. Oh my gosh. I did, I did it. I did it. We rode one time and we managed it. My husband only got to level five. I don't know what he was doing. I was intense. I'm like, I have to beat him. And I didn't even look at the score. When I looked at the score, I was like, oh my God, it actually works. I was so surprised because I'm terrible at this game. So yeah, that's pretty much it for Tokyo Disney for now. Probably the biggest thing. Is the borders for Japan. Now, by the time this episode comes out, I'm sure things will have changed because things keep friggin' changing. But what we know now is based off of reports, because there's nothing official as of yet, they're going to start easing the restrictions into Japan for tourism starting in June. But based off the reports that that I'm reading, it's going to be tour groups first. Okay, that makes sense. So historically, tour groups, vast majority of them come from mainland China. China, yeah. You know, I I cannot name a single person that has come on a tour group from North America. I cannot. Everyone that I, I know think that so visits, either. yeah, that's actually a really good point. I think, but I think from Asia in general, like I think you have tour groups from like what Thailand as well. Yeah, I think it's more of a like this side of the world type of thing. Yeah, I don't think it's really a Western thing all that much. I've never heard of Western tour groups coming over. It's always been mainly from China. Like that's the most, like the ones I see the most. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's it's an Asia thing because Japan does a lot of tours outside of Japan as well. Yeah, so just based off of this, Japan's going to be doing this in stages. Mm -hmm. So for like individual travelers. I'm still sticking to fall. Could be. I wonder what the numbers are going to be too. Like what? If yeah, it all depends cap. on that too. Yeah, because right now, like people coming into Japan, it's capped, right? So it could be like there's less flights and stuff like that. And flights could be really expensive. It's just like there's so many variables right now. It's really hard to really give any concrete information on what to do because we just simply don't know right now. For me, I still think probably fall if if things go well. The thing is, things move slow here. So like, yeah, okay, let's so say they start slow. tour groups, right? So they do tour groups. They probably have a limited amount of like tours available through travel companies. And then they'll probably 
work with that, see what happens when you up the numbers. And then when you have the individuals, that's going to be capped. I wonder how they do that, though, because tour groups, you can cap because you can limit how many tours you can do and how many people per tour. Right. Yeah. So with individuals, how do you cap that? Like, what do you yeah, what do? You do? I, I don't know. It seems like a bureaucratic nightmare, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> it really does. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see, though. I mean, well, we've technically we've started to see tourists because the family members of people that live here have started coming in. So I've definitely seen some tourists. Even in in our city, we saw some people asking directions the other day with suitcases. So there's tourists here. It's just not like open wide tourism, you know? Yeah, it's mainly like people that are permanent residents in this country that are inviting family over. Their family. Yeah, like Asakusa, I've heard, has a lot of well, in 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 terms of like a lot, like they actually have tourists, you know, like besides yeah. domestic tourists. So, <laughs> <For sure. laughs> but a lot in quotations. Yeah. So, like my personal opinion, yeah, fall. But I would wait to make any plans unless yeah. you're a hundred percent sure because it would suck to cancel it. Yeah, don't make like if you haven't booked anything yet, don't do it yet. Just wait. Still wait. I know we've been saying that for the past gosh two years now and here's the thing it's like the thing like i know okay so like for example with ghibli right like you can go like i know you're going in the beginning but you never know what's gonna happen you never know like it's it's sometimes better to wait for the kinks to get worked out like when you live here it's fine right so like you can go to ghibli and then you can go again the next month if like there's like an issue or something right but if you're planning an international trip or maybe a once in a lifetime trip like, do you want it to be like, do you want to be the person, the guinea pig, right? Like we live here, we can do it a million times and it's fine. But like, I don't know, man, if I was doing a once in a lifetime trip or like a trip that's like, um, that's like a lot of pressure to like, I want to do this and do this and do this. I would kind of want to wait until I can do it easily and stress-free because Japan is a pretty stress-free country to visit in general like like do tourism things so i would kind of want that easy experience you know what i mean yeah it's uh, we just don't know what's going to happen to like do we, we we don't know what the the border measures are going to be in, in terms of like the procedures to come into the country we have no idea it could be a complete gong show for all yeah. we know right and i think that's why they're doing the tour groups first because there's a lot of control there you yeah. know and of course, we'll keep everybody updated. We'll talk about it once we know more. And yeah, just kind of sit tight. Things are th things are moving at a they glacial are moving, pace. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just how this country works. Wait a little bit longer, and we'll know we'll know more probably in the next few months as to how things are going to be. I think that because it's so slow, though, it should be once they're doing it, or once you're like in. It should be fairly smooth, maybe, knock on wood. I would hope so. I hope so, yeah. I, ho I hope, because I know a lot of people have been waiting to come, so. Forever, yeah. I, yeah. Gosh. It's been over two years now. Yeah, <laughs> two and it seems years. like it's a good time. Things are, like, pretty smooth, and a lot of people, like, the I don't okay so no I'm lying I don't know how the process is at the airport I I I'm I'm saying in my imagination I imagine it's smooth but I don't know is it do you know do you know anybody who's come into the country like maybe like that their residents or something like is it easier now no it's a complete gong show oh no okay I lied 
fine. I don't, okay. Hopefully it won't be when tourists can come. Hopefully it'll be easier for them. Why is it still difficult? It's just the process. The process is just so convoluted. And you know this. You know how bureaucratic oh, I know. Japan yeah. can be. So imagine that with, you know, every single passenger coming into the country, they have to check double check, triple check, quadruple check every piece of documentation you have. And if you've colored out of the lines in one little thing, the whole process breaks down. No. That's basically how it's based off what I've been told, because I obviously have not left the country in two years, so I don't know, but I have had people that have come back. Oh, yeah. And they just say it's a complete, like, I don't want to say nightmare. It's just like, you have to have a lot of patience and it's going to take hours. Three, four, five, six, seven hours. See, I don't want to do that. Like, yeah, no, me either. Like, after a 12 hour flight, I don't want to sit in the airport for another four or five hours waiting for stuff. No, that would be a nightmare. That's why I'm not even going home yet. I'm like, I'll I'll wait until it's easy. So, I'm hoping in the next few months they, they figure this out and get it all ironed out. I think they have to, right? Yeah, there, there's a point where it's like, you know what, you can't do this anymore. You gotta have, kind of have to do something. Anyway, we will keep everybody updated. We can go on about this forever. So, you know. Yeah, so that's pretty much everything for what's going on with the theme parks here right now. The border measures and stuff, like I said, we'll keep you updated on those. Keep an eye on our website as well. That's where we update things the quickest, up on the website tdrexplore.com and yeah let's thank some wonderful explorers that are supporting us over on patreon so a big thank you to acro disney girl adam amanda c amy b amy c mama explorer benjamin brent m carrie chris b claire claudia dave david baker kevin b shammy b harry marina and anise anise i keep messing that up oh my goodness i'm so sorry and uh, thank you, Jamie, Jose, Kathy, Lee, Marie H, Michelle, Murray, Sophie, Spoopy, Thomas, Kate, Alexandra, Lizzie, Amy and Andy, Dana, Cassandra, Annie, Sonia, and Isabel. So big thank you to all those wonderful explorers that are supporting us over on patreon.com slash TDRnow. And make sure you leave a review for us wherever you're listening, Spotify, iTunes, whatever. Give us that star rating. And if you have any questions, send them over to us on social media. And you can find everything we talked about here and up on our website at tdrexplorer.com. And I'm one of your hosts, Chris, Chief Content Editor for TDR Explorer. And I am going to be going to see Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness again. And joining as always is the wonderful Patricia. Yeah, same. I love it. I love that movie so much. You guys keep exploring, have fun. And if you're on one of those tour groups, like on one of those tour groups is coming, let us know what it was like. Let us know how easy it was because we're super curious. Our exporters will talk to you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.